Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. As always, my name is Adam, and that intro is brought to you again by Husky by the Geek, who you can find down below. If you have any of your own theme songs, missions, or topics, as some of our listeners have put in this week, be sure to send those to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, I am Adam, as always, and this week I'm joined by... I'm Jake, and I lost my place in the Gold Mario Amiibo line to do this podcast tonight, so you guys better be very, very grateful. I'm Caleb, and my Toad Amiibo's on the way, and I'm fine. Hi. Hi, I'm Paper Boxhouse. You can also find me on Twitter and Tumblr. If you want to see a bunch of cartoons and such, I also have a Patreon going up for making cartoons as well. And if if you have any Bowser Amiibos, please send them to me. I need them all. Please. Jake, you do realize you could just spray paint. It's not the same. Gold. It's really yes, it not is. the same. You can't just okay. You know you can't be like hey, okay. I'm put, look, look. It's just like saying, oh, I like, I like. You're not gonna I get like, the same level of crappy paint job if you do it yourself. I don't look, know. Right off the bat, we're gonna get into an argument here. Anybody that wants those stupid gold amiibos, come it's on just now. Like, hey, you know you could take icing and put it on a piece of bread and it's cake. No, it's not the same. It's a piece of bread with icing on it. It's not cake. It doesn't have all the sugar that's inside of a uh, cake. Thank you. Just... All the overpriced you, sugar of an imported amiibo. Adam, you can't just spray lies <laughs> onto amiibos. You can't do that. It's impossible. You're from Febreze. But lies. That's what our entire careers are based upon is spraying lies. <laughs> it okay, smells Caleb, like dishonesty. <laughs> Join me on Twitch for my podcast commentary Tuesday nights at four. <laughs> Tuesday nights. My oh Twitch God, name TBS. is Kingdom Hearts Fan One Two Three. All right, guys. So we should probably talk about important stuff. I have yet to say the news for this week, yes, which is there's a lot of it. Jeez. Yeah. All right. So here it goes. Four Swords Adventures turned 11 this week, and Asia Numa turned 52. Damn. Mario Party 10 brought chips, dip, and mixed reviews to the Wii U. Hooray! Tyrion Lannister faces off against Pac-Man in the first trailer for Pixels. Nintendo teases their new membership program. Aonuma recently talked to Japanese magazine Nintendo Dream about working on Majora's Mask. Uh, Satoru Iwata, as well as uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, both talked to Time Magazine. Nintendo revealed their plans to develop mobile games, and their new membership program was teased. We have some interesting games that we're going to be talking about later on the podcast, uh, as well as one called Beyond Eyes, which has to do with uh, playing a game through the eyes of a blind girl. Is that the sequel to Beyond Two Souls? It is not the sequel to Beyond Two Souls, but I seriously thought of the exact same thing when I saw that title. Is it the uh, sequel to Infinity and Beyond? (laughs) Anyway, Microsoft's latest solution for software parrots is to leave them be. Oh, really? Star Wars fans rejoice. Greedo is now a catfish. And... Jimmy Kimmel and Matthew McConaughey helped the local video store shoot, uh, by shooting a commercial for them. Microsoft unveils a, Window 8, a Windows 8.1 PC that is as big as your thumb. Ooh. Kojima is leaving Nano Machines behind, and Konami cuts ties with Kojima after Metal Gear Solid 5. Nano yeah. Machines. Thank you to people who send in the fan topics for this week. Uh, listen into the podcast afterwards to hear all the sad, sad failures I made trying to say all these topics. There were a lot. There were a lot. So Plenty. <laughs> it was cute. It was right. Kawaii Oni-chan, don't it was, worry. It was Kawaii yeah, Adam-san. Well, it's already a weeb cast. Perfect. <laughs> God. Keep your animus away from me. <laughs> Get your animus. Welcome to the weeby podcast. Gross. Well, well, while we're on the you know, that is one benefit of a That is one benefit of me not going to that Walmart line tonight, is that I don't have to deal with like the worst of humanity. 
<laughs> just they, they, I've never once actually seen a child buy an amiibo. It's always a guy in pajama pants and a fedora. <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen I've seen a dude in a fedora actually buy an amiibo. I was like, wow, this must this must be a parody of itself. I've never seen. He a actually glues it on top one. of his fedora afterwards to make it even more neckbeardy. These Bowser's making me euphoric. Apparently there was this guy who, like, because uh, the Gold Mario, apparently they've been putting it on store shelves, but the, they can't go through the registers, like, they're blocked. So what people have been doing is they've been, like, trying to hide them in the stores, which is really douchey, but at the same oh time, I was God. like, dang, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> and so, like, this one guy, like, hid five of them, and, like, security caught him, and he had to be, like, followed throughout the stores. He put all five back, and I was like, <laughs> You just put them in those cardboard boxes for games, like the big giant ones? I was gonna put them inside. I was like actually thinking, like, where could I, where could I possibly? Yeah, it's but easy. My easy Walmart money. doesn't know anything about anything, so they they weren't even out. Like the only amiibos that were out were like Mario and Luigi of the Smash series. Like that was mm -hmm. it. And then I tried to like ask them, but I can't ever be cool when I ask about amiibos. Like, there's just no possible way. I'm like, hey man, Gold Mario is part of the uh, amiibo series for Mario Party 10, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was really surprised with the reviews that we that came out for that. I think across the board, people just gave it like sixes and sevens. Yeah. On Metacritic right now, at the time of this podcast, it's at 67. I think that's because it's going to be for two reasons that are uh, no online It was oversimplified as and, heck. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. What, people the game or the reviews? The game <laughs> okay. was simplified. Basically, everybody plays... Uh, at once, like everybody moves around the board together they did that in same one car. In Mario Party Nine, yeah, they took all the bad oh. things about Mario Party Nine and just put it back in. Oh, I was so going to was gonna say that. Um, but let me give you the two main reasons why Mario Party Ten is bad. One, you're all in the same car again. Two, no Wi-Fi. You know, it it kind of irks me, kind of just to know that it's like Nintendo had the innovation to make these kind of things. I mean, Smash. Yeah, they, they made the every, best. They, they made, made a really good party game called made, Mario Party, and then they made it worse for some reason. It's like you can. You know, do we did it perfectly. Like, Let's not do that. Let's not be too good at what we do. It's, <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand. It's not fair to the competition. It really. It's just weird. It's just like you can make Monster Hunter where you can explore all these worlds, but then when it comes to a simple party game, we still can't get a. A Wi-Fi type thing yeah. where it's just like, hey, play this with the fun for the whole family. What if I'm not near family? Play with your friends. What if I'm not real friends? Well, it... you know, I I do agree with you, but only to an extent. I think um, I I do think that nowadays games are having a little too much of a reliance on on multiplayer. Like for instance, I've been mm -hmm. playing uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse lately, and that is a disappointment. Like I've never played. Uh, because like the local a player, Dragon Ball game that was disappointing. Do you mean all of them? Well, I think the pinnacle, honestly, was uh, Tenkaichi Two. If anyone else has ever played Dragon yeah. Ball Z games, oh god, that mm. one was fantastic. And then they just started going mm -hmm. downhill. And like, I don't know. Like the local play for this game is a joke. Uh, I think the last series that I really of uh, Dragon Ball <clears throat> Dragon Ball Z games that I really bought was the Budokai series. Budokai was very very fun. Yeah, I bought all of those. Mm, but all I'm God. saying is that from... I can understand that if you agree with me to an extent about the whole multiplayer thing, and that, yeah, games mm -hmm. shouldn't be relying on that necessarily. But when mm -hmm. you consider that Mario Party game is basically for multiplayer actions, it's mostly for, hey, get the whole family and friends around so we can all have a yell at each other about stealing coins and stars. Mm -hmm. It's... Mm -hmm. It's... It's something that you can grab and that you could put online, because then it's just like now I can play with my friends that I'm not near, and play with yeah. family that may not. Not only that, the base of the game itself is so small. Like the problem that a lot of people are saying is, yeah, like Bowser mode is kind of fun, 
But the, the, one of the biggest problems is that the minigames in there, which are the best in the in all of the minigames that you can play, there's only 10 of them. There's only 10 good minigames in that series. Yeah. Wait, Bowser wait, wait. Mode has only 10 minigames specifically Jeez. for it. Meaning there's God. only 10 I'm not surprised at that, though, because Bowser that, doesn't have a lot of minigames in any of the games. Like, yeah, but the thing is, they made an entire mode for Bowser, which yeah, means that yeah, they, they should have done a lot more, more with it. That's not only that, the they made Bowser point. incredibly overpowered. He gets four dice rolls. God. Per turn. And if he messes up and doesn't catch them, he gets a reroll. Really? Yeah. What? Not only wow. That, this is like designed to ruin friendships worse than Mario Kart. Bowser Mode has a lot of really cool concepts. You, Every player has health, and they all work together as a team, and everybody gets a dice roll. So basically, uh, if you have four people in the car still, you get four dice okay. to, well, that's to a move around fair. the board. Makes, it, it's fair. Four right? and four. Here's the... Here's the problem. There's roadblocks in the way that stop the players, so that's already a big advantage to Bowser. Mm-hmm. Bowser doesn't have to go through those roadblocks. Um, the player controlling Bowser does not actually get to control him during any of the board phase. What? Except for, do you want to re-roll? That's about it. That's all they get to do. Uh... The dice roll is left up to chance, and they don't get to choose any paths, because most of the game is linear. Uh, the boards themselves are pretty uninterestingly designed in terms of how you can move around them. You either go on the path or you just don't, and that's really decided by your dice roll. Every player has health, except for Bowser, obviously, um, and the goal is for the players to reach the end of the level before Bowser catches them and beats them all up. Uh, so during the mini games, the players will lose health instead of trying to win points if they get hit by Bowser's missiles or whatever, and Bowser can basically just pick off uh, pick off the weakest player and instantly cripple the team, which causes an immediate loss. Not immediate, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, it, it but does sound a little unbalanced. So, there's a lot of balancing so issues. Of but it's a cool concept. That's the problem. No, no, that, yeah, like, they do have a nugget of an idea. And I think there. a lot of people are giving it leeway because it's Mario Party. Like, a lot of the roosters are like, yeah, but it's Mario Party, so, like, it can't be bad. No. It's like, no, this is a terrible game in comparison <laughs> to the previous installments of the No, nah, they, they haven't been going easy. These reviews Here's are my, very and, telling. And I'm just going to say this is just my opinion. After 7, who's not? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, you I know honestly, here's my thing. I didn't even. I played every Mario Party that came out except for six. I didn't really. Not, six was good. I didn't. I and you know, what, and I take it word for because like a lot of people told me six is good. I was so disappointed because I'm like, I really want to play six. And then seven was six came out. Six the uh, the microphone. Yes, it was. I and have the, six. The whole like day, the sun and the moon were like two major NPCs. Seven also had them all. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. But then after six, I mean after seven. And eight, nine, and ten happened. It just went downhill, especially with yeah. eight. I really didn't like eight just because the, the mini games were so like. They, I mean, the Wii was it. it say what you will, but the at the time, it's innovative was tech. So GameCube. <laughs> no, they didn't it's improve like, on that, and the mini games were boring. You shake a soda with the Wii remote. Woo. That's WarioWare. That's not Mario. Mario. <laughs> Fun, well, and that's why I look at this and I'm like, people are giving this eights and nines out of ten. And I'm just like, Mario that's Party not 10? fair. They have... Have they... Yeah, a, a lot of reviews have come in. Like, of the 39 that are up right now, 12 of them are positive, meaning 12 of them are, I think, over 70, 
75 or above. Uh, I am which disappointed. Which is I, like, a bit too high. Because Nintendo really has what? been marketing this one. I, I thought, like, yeah, this is going to be a good... Yeah, they had a whole, like, launch party thing, and they, they've they been really promoting with the Amiibo, and Gold Mario Amiibo especially. That's that's pretty cool. Yo, look, I'm, collectible. Just, I'm just sitting here, you know, waiting for a Super Smash Party or whatever, where they just take everyone from the Nintendo franchise. And a then lot have... of people have been theorizing that, like, they're going to... They, sh- they, sh- they were going to add characters to Mario Party. I mean, that were popular from Amiibo. Yeah, like for example, Link would yeah, be a yeah. good example. I had heard that actually. Like mm-hmm. that was that was heavily speculated. I mean, we talked about that on here. We thought that the same thing as well. So it's, I don't know. It's something that I I definitely could see happening. I'm, I'm I really think it would it make a lot of sense just because it's just like, hey, you have this brand new Amiibo. You can use it for this and this and this. We can't use mm-hmm. it. That's not. That's I don't feel like that's gonna... expand more. <laughs> I feel like they can expand more with it. Do you know how you know how bad is I think it would be for like me to play as Mega Man in a Mario Party minigame? See, I think I think with uh Mario with uh I think with the third party amiibos we're not gonna be seeing too much functionality with them because they'd have to get the they'd have to get the license for each time they're used, so I I mean Nintendo seems to be pretty good about uh seems to be recent I'm sorry, Caleb, you were you're saying? I said, I think Mario Party's going to die, and it's going to be, be killed by Fortune Street. Dude, I think it's done. Oh, really? I think after... I think no, I I'm kidding. Like... I'm absolutely kidding. No, I'm Mario sorry. Party's not going anywhere. Here's hoping for Mario Party 11. The I'm hoping for Mario Party 11 ideas. or 12. Well, I mean, to get back to what you were saying earlier with the, you know, like, third-party Amiibo. Yeah. The, you know, Mega Man, things like that. It, you have to get the licensing back again. That's a big issue. But I do think that Nintendo's kind of being good about you know, not dealing with licenses. And a lot of these companies seem to be doing better about that recently. I mean, the new uh, movie Pixels, uh, Adam Sandler-led movie, uh, has Pac-Man and Donkey Kong as characters. Heck, even the creator of Pac-Man, Toro... Toro Toro, Yeah. He's in (sighs) it. I know my video game history. You need to watch that that trailer. He is? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Sorry? I didn't know he was. That's cool. I like that guy. (laughs) You need to watch that trailer. No, don't watch the trailer. Just that's all you need. Don't go see the movie. Just watch that trailer. Just Don't for his watch the trailer. Adam one Sandler camp. is saving the city from video game characters, but he's about to find out that it's not as easy as it sounds. With Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. Rob Schneider is Donkey Kong. A stapler. <laughs> Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Princess Zelda. <laughs> in so the d- hot chick. You can do it, Link. Oh God, I hate Rob Schneider. <laughs> so I hope I don't have to tell you to not see the movie, but I feel like I have to tell you to not even watch the trailer. <laughs> I feel like that's my motherly duty the to all of you. The trailer gives me a good idea of what the movie is going to be, and I'm like, yeah, wasn't there I, a, I don't think I need. Wasn't it. there a Futurama episode that was like basically this? Yes, Apparently. it was like one of those what if episodes where like Fry protects yeah. the city from like space invaders and Pac- Galaga. General Pac-Man. I can never get the last guy. My older brother always got the last guy. Yeah, you have to you have to aim for where I'm going to be, not where I am. It's <laughs> a good episode. Yeah. Oh man. So I yeah, you're right. Nintendo is getting a lot better with like being okay with companies using their properties, and that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but more recently, we've uh, I guess I get. May I segue into this, Adam? The uh, the smartphone. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Nintendo's gonna be on smartphones, guys. What do we? Yeah. What do we yeah. think? <laughs> They're going to be working with the the game firm DENA. Yeah. So capital D, lowercase e, capital NA. Yeah, DNA. Um, I think it's pronounced. I'm not sure. They're going to be. Yeah, it's DNA. Yeah. yeah. No, I if I was wrong, heard... somebody would tell me in the comments. 
Now, I haven't heard a lot about the whole Nintendo being on a mobile, um, on mobile. I heard there were a few games that had apps, though. Like, I heard recently that Mario Kart 8 was getting an app. And I didn't like, know that. I found out about that, and it's just like you can, like, design these. You can design cars and, like, look at these. It's like look at the, looking at the stats of your car and seeing what you can do to improve it. Are you yeah. talking about Mario Kart TV? No, it's like Mario Kart 8 has a mobile app now that you can mm-hmm. use for the oh. different cars. I'm pretty sure I still have the audience. See, I, I, yeah, I, me, yeah, yeah. Caleb and I Mario were talking Kart about TV this. Mario Kart TV web app allows Mario. Yeah, Caleb and uh, I were yeah. talking about this a few days ago, actually, and we both it's said. It's the Mario Kart TV web app that's it's coming to smartphones yeah. and things like that. Okay, it's... okay. So yeah, Caleb and I were talking about it a few days ago, and basically the gist of our opinions, well, mine specifically, Caleb is a bit more frustrated, I believe, is that I'm cool with Nintendo being on handhelds. You know, I'm cool with them making, you know, like, apps that mobile. support their games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mobile. Mobile, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm cool with them even porting virtual, con- like, Super Mario Brothers. Cool. I mean, it loses a little bit of the Nintendo charm by not being on a Nintendo device, but, you know, whatever. Everyone who's played it's going to play it. What I did find out that, that did give, give me a little bit of concern is that DNA is apparently a notorious freemium company. Yeah, Nintendo actually talked about that. Yeah. I asked about that in one of the interviews, and they, they said... They didn't say they wouldn't do freemium games. They said that they were... They they were going to base it on whether the game should have it or not, which makes me concerned, because they should have just said no. Well, if yeah. Mario Kart 8 already has an app, then I can only picture the worst. Can you imagine Mario Kart... Uh, like a mobile Mario Kart version that's like you have to pay for different tracks and stuff. Oh, God. I, no, because I'm not an idiot and I wouldn't get it. So, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> the thing is, like, they said, okay, just to clarify that, they said that they're already not going to be making games based, they're not going to port games from the consoles to uh, mobile. So, every game that's going to be going to mobile is going to be an original. So, there's kind. no virtual console, basically? I don't think so, no. They hmm. said that they want to make games that are specifically designed for the mobile market. They're going to maybe using be using... existing IPs, though. Yeah, they're going to be using okay. existing IPs, possibly okay. some new ones, but it's going to be basically new games altogether. Watch them make, you know, like, whatever it. their first iOS IP is going to be in the next Smash, for sure, just because... Yeah, yeah, because it will be, like, breaking new ground, A historic event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Caleb... Unfortunately. Hello. He's gonna have a little iPhone. What what would you uh how would you feel if they made a an iOS Metroid? <laughs> a freemium Metroid. <laughs> Caleb? You alright? <clears throat> you can wait thirty hours to help Samus, or you can pay ten dollars and help her right now. Caleb? Please please pay five dollars for a missile tank. <laughs> Oh god. Do you no. want to fight Mother Brain? $12. No, I won't take it. I will I will go up in arms as I did with the World Ends with You uh solo remix and I will shun Nintendo. For those of you at home who do not know, Caleb is actually a, a huge fan of Metroid. I remember actually no, Caleb, last time we hung out, remember we were at GameStop and like uh Lyra was messing with the Amiibo Power display. Power to the players. Yeah, we I'll were... never forget what Lyra did to me that <laughs> yeah. day. We what were we were at GameStop and like Lyra was messing with the Amiibo display because it's like a touchscreen. Like you click mm-hmm. the different Amiibos and like you know it gives them a demonstration and, and like, blasts music Cal- out the speakers. Yeah, yeah, it blasts like music and like sound effects out the speakers. And like Caleb was looking at used games and then like uh, Lyra clicks the Samus one and it blasts like the Metroid theme. And then like Caleb like like gets on his hands and knees and he starts like frantically looking around. 
Well, I was on my knees looking for yeah, Macworld. Yeah, you were on knees already. And then, she, knees already. and then she pushes the button that plays the Metroid theme, and I whip my head back and forth really <laughs> yeah. fast and tries like, oh my god, he has no idea. Was eyes. Eyes. It was staring the Lyra's eyes, I'd ever and seen. she watches me die. Oh. Never again oh, did I god. talk to Lyra after that. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no. <laughs> It's okay. Well, speaking of one day, we'll get a new Metroid for you, Caleb. No, speaking of music, really quick, uh, one of our fans, Logan, has some more tracks he made for his fan series. If you've been listening to the podcast, yeah, uh, we've yeah, been talking about uh, one of our uh, one of our listeners, uh, Logan, who's making a Legend of Zelda uh, series. I think it was originally going to be a film. It's going to be a series now. Not really sure how it's going, uh, but he has more tracks for you if you're interested. You can check Thanks. the link down below. It's going to be called uh, Logan Music or something of that nature. You'll see it down below. He'll be fine. I know his but like, display name is Colonel Majora. The last ones that we played were really cool. There was a lot of potential in there. I think these are going to be great. Check them out if you're have if you if you interested. Um, and if you have any of your own songs, anything like that, you'd like us to feature, be sure to send this to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to accept them. We'll be happy to talk to you and see how we can, you know, spread your stuff. Because, you Thanks know, this for is those community. tracks, Logie. Yeah. <laughs> I like you, Logan. You're a good dude. I like all of good you. Guy. Everyone who's listening, I like you. Thank you for listening. I love you. I'm not you're going good, that you're far. Please come back and listen to this podcast. Well, that's the subtext of what I'm saying, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want I just wanted to express it even more to the crowd that we 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 love you. We I'm gonna express that I probably don't like all of you. You probably have some bad opinions, but I don't know you. <laughs> Why do you gotta be such a wet match? Why you gotta be so rude? Dude, I love being a wet mattress. Thanks. Gross. <laughs> wet mattress. You're too soggy to lie on top of. I'm going to sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use this wet blanket instead. Speaking of things that are wet. Oh. Uh, did you... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this transition. How did please, you know? Please, hold on, please. I want to a new just... species of A new species of catfish has been found, and it's been named after uh, Star Wars character Greedo. Oh, really? A bounty hunter in the series. Yeah. What does that have to do cute. with it? Wait a minute, Greedo, isn't that what they call those Jersey Shore guys? No, those are Guidos. <laughs> uh, the, the actual name thing. of this the actual name of this uh particular species is called Pecoltia gridoi, and it's known for its large dark eyes, puckered lips, and protruding bristles. It actually looks kinda like Greedo, which is pretty cool. Um Fish. Thanks for the fish cast. So so Jake. So me. If you were to give the Wind Waker hero a, a new nickname, your own nickname, what would it be? I know canonically he's Hero of Winds, um, but if okay. I had to uh, make my own... Because I think a lot of the time we have different heroes. I, I was having a conversation with one of the fans over email, um, and we were talking about just the different heroes in the series and mm-hmm. how a lot of them don't have nicknames. Because Ocarina has Hero of Time. I mean, I know they do Wind in the, wins. They, they do in Hero... Uh, or I'm sorry, Hyrule Historia, but it gets really confusing. Like, for instance, yeah. how, okay, so, like, um, so... Is Majora Link the same? Yeah, he's... Uh, has the, he's a, he has the same nickname? He's, he's Hero of Time. How do you differentiate between the two, then? Uh, he's the same guy. No, but how do you differentiate between the two different versions? One that, uh, stays an adult, or, I'm sorry, one that fails, and the one that returns to childhood? I mean, I see what you're saying, but he still is technically the same person, so I, I guess, like uniformly he's referred to that uh but you could call him the loser who screwed up and, and i was thinking here was, my idea was actually if you'll if you'll hear me out as a I'll fan hear of majora i'll hear you um, i'm listening i guess i think the original you. you got this 
Adam, don't hold back. Sorry, I meant to say that I didn't mean the one that fails. I mean the one that uh the one that is whisked away back to his childhood, the one that never exists again in his own time. The child, as he's commonly known. Yeah. Well, the one that, the timeline that doesn't have a, a link anymore after that, I think it should be called the Hero of Time, that timeline's uh, Ocarina Link. While the other one, the one that goes to Majora's Mask, should be called the Hero of Masks. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I also thought of several other names because of this conversation I was having with the fan. Um, where Link to the Past for the Oracle series, uh, you know, he has the most adventure, so Hero of Adventure would be a very good name for him. Or the Seasoned Hero, something like that. I was Something thinking. Like I was that. thinking the Wind Waker hero would probably be uh, the hero of the seas. The yeah, hero of seas, or even like the the reborn hero of time, or the new hero or of time. Toon Link or Toon Link, <laughs> or, Toon, or the <laughs> hero of Toon. The hero of Toon. The, the hero, hero of art styles. Adam does not care for. is Toon Link. <laughs> yeah, I also thought of uh, two more that I I really did like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's hero of Minish, obviously for Minish Cap, which would be easy. Yeah, yeah, but, he is uh, a hero of Minish. I thought Skyward Sword should be the hero of Origin, and That's a Link cool. Toon Worlds Link should be hero of Parallels. Ooh, I like that. Mine, mine was lame. Hero of art. Hero of wall. Well, isn't the hero, hero of Skyward Sword Groose anyway? <laughs> oh, Caleb. You follow the uh, Zelda fandom. Groose is the hero of Loose. He is the hero uh, of Loose. I like to call Link the um, hero of the backwind. Oh. The hero of the backwind? Why not frontwind? I think that if you do have frontwind, then you may need to consult your doctor. <laughs> Call your doctor if you're experiencing front <laughs> Well, dude, I'm going to have to get off the podcast and go call my doctor real quick. Oh, no. Have you been Adam, farting? I'll be oh, back. No. Oh, no. Oh, God, I got that front wind. I'll be right back, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds really terrible, actually. Now that I Having think about farting it. Farting frontwards? Where, where would it like? Yeah. Where, where would it originate? I guess for like a better word. We're not. Wait, wouldn't that just be a burp? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I, yeah well, it could. Stop. Would it be out of your belly button? Okay. Stop it. <laughs> stop. Anyway. Oh, toilet humor. Oh, Let's make like the hero dude. of time and stop. Oh. oh. Actually, uh, in was that boo boo that you guys doing there? I was just doing my. He was doing an internet commenter. Yeah. I want that isolated. Question. Next topic. What? Caleb, do you think that since you're not, you're never sorry. Do you yeah. think that someone else could be sorry, such as Konami for cutting ties with Kojima? I don't think Konami cut ties with Kojima. I think Kojima cut ties with Kojima. Wait. <laughs> I... He looked in a mirror and he said, I'm "We're done." With done. You. <laughs> he walked away. No, I, I heard. I, I um, to, to this day, he has yet to look at Now, guys, at a time of talking, this is all speculation. Like, uh, you know, we we don't clearly. I'm talking to the audience specifically. GameStop. Uh, we we do not formally know what is going down. But GameSpot um, has. Uh, Given their confirmation that Kojima is leaving, yeah, he he he. That much is basically all but confirmed. But the reasoning behind it, I've heard one source say that it had something to do with uh, Kojima Productions, which is his main studio. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. he made it around the time of Metal Gear Solid Three. They were feeling some pressures and corporate meddling, and you know, like they they were kind of yeah. feeling a little bit restricted, so they kind of uh, broke off from Konami. Rob Schneider is a corporation. Or they are in the process of doing that. So Kona- Kojima currently is working as a contractor. He is no longer, and it seems a little weird because for those of you who aren't very familiar with like Metal Gear or Konami or anything like that, that's almost like Miyamoto no longer being a big part, a- an executive Nintendo. Like this is huge for Konami. Yes. I'm pretty sure he was the vice president. I don't know if he still is, but he was the VP of Konami at some point. 
I wonder how Konami must feel to lose its biggest thing it's ever had. Well, they didn't lose Metal Gear, uh, but they did. Well, they're they're going to not nah, win, lose, or draw. Ko- Kojima has stated time and time again, and he does this with every game. But he is outright stated he's done with the series after this game. Like, and I we'll see Kojima. I honestly think he it's said that after every too. game. He but also he always gets death threats after every game. He so... actually that's uh that's actually not too far from the truth. Uh, yeah. Threaten him to make me seven more acid games. Yeah, Metal Gear Acid Three on PS Vita because it has no other games. Acid. Uh, Metal Gear Acid was this weird turn-based, like hard Metal Gear that for the PSP. It, it was, was Chain of Memories, but Metal Gear. It was weird. I didn't buy it. Well, that's a good image in my head. <laughs> Riku, Kyrie. <laughs> Riku, Kyrie. Let's go. Gloucester. We got it. So, are any of you guys planning on picking up Metal Gear Solid 5? My name's Revolver Ocelot. Got it memorized? Yes. Uh, I do. I'm pretty sure we're all going to buy Metal Gear Solid 5. Okay. Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. First by sleep. Metal Gear Solid 5 Chain of Memories 365-2 days. Wait, wait, wait. The remix. Metal Gear Solid Birth by Sleep. It's just Snake putting someone in the sleeper hold. Beautiful. You gotta stay topical. Birth by Sleep doesn't belong in this conversation, Adam. God. As Kingdom Kingdom Hearts Hearts fans 1, 2, 3, I swear. So can I share an unpopular opinion? Sure. I don't think Kingdom Hearts is good. Wait, say that again? I don't like Kingdom Hearts. I don't like you. I don't, I Next kinda, topic. I guess it's a heart. Well, well, Jake, I think you're just, I think you're just, you're just, you're just, you're just locked inside. And I'm gonna beat you with the giant key if you don't change your opinion. I think a key is a stupid weapon. Uh, I, I think, I think Sora I is, will... a, is a stupid protagonist. I think. <laughs> I Here's think the second thing. plot was stupid and unnecessary. Hey, he has and... big feet. I have big feet. It's, it's big the feet problem. I, it's the problem I had with I... Inception, which See, is that's my just thing. because you make a plot complicated doesn't mean you made a good plot. Um, yeah. Dude, I'm having a really good time watching Jesse McCartney beat people with a key. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> he just wants whole, candy. That whole thing. That's why I also agree because I thought the other Kingdom Hearts games were good. I thought the first one was good and so was Chain of Memories, but two was just it just took too long to get to the main story and plot of everything. I don't care yeah, about... Yeah, playing is that one guy that was, nobody knows. The thing so. about Kingdom Hearts is that they have so much to say that it's basically Game of Thrones for kids. I don't know, it's just like... <laughs> okay. it's, and with my and friends, if you don't like all, Game of Thrones, just, there's no way you're gonna like Kingdom Hearts. I just, I just broke the stool I was sitting on because I got too excited, but I have to intervene here for a little bit. Um, as Kingdom Hearts fan 1, 2, 3, uh, <laughs> the newer games are fun. They're good don't games. Like, no, no, here's my thing. But, they're good games. There's good gameplay. I like the way they interact with things. Star Wars but, Sword. but it's just like, I don't know. It's just the whole thing. Oh, I'm just sitting on this big clock eating ice cream with my four friends, and then it goes uh, back to I'm Sword. It's just rooting. like, what just, just happened? Rooting. Have you never I sat on a big rooting. clock and ate ice cream with your friends? Thank you very much. No, because I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> All it is is angst and brood, you and, and like... You sounded like Rex from Toy Story for about two seconds there. Ooh. Scared the crap out of me, Ooh. Alfred. Because <laughs> I'm afraid of heights! Oh, oh Buzz, my God. look out! So, oh, but Buzz. speaking of Kingdom Hearts, though, I hear Sorry. that they're planning on, like... Okay, you know the 1.5 HD remix, Ultimate Collector's Edition? 1.5 or 2.5? Both of them. I think they're... I've heard that they're going to port them to PS4. 
So make it that what you will. Uh, well, after 10 HD and 10 2 HD. Don't worry. Probably. After three comes out, there's going to be the ultimate rem- There's going to be the ultimate trilogy edition, which has all the games. The so, Kingdom Hearts I, Sora I, collection. I just, I just want so people yeah, do the, ki- the Kingdom Key edition. The Kingdom so, like, Key, and it comes with a giant key. This is this is exactly like I'm not even going to get it too heavily into it, but this is very well illustrated. The reason why I have problems with remakes because they just did one, and now look, they're pressured to do, or they're pressuring themselves Did, to do one on PS4. Didn't you just? Didn't we just have a conversation about Little Big Planet not a few days ago? Did we? Yes, about you buying the next Little Big Planet. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get Little Big Planet three. Well, the thing about the Kingdom Hearts ones is those are okay because those are was like it with, final. I think mix it was versions. with you about how we were talking about how you were saying that you didn't want to get. You weren't sure if you wanted to get it now or wait until the Game of the Year edition or whatever. Well, comes the out. thing with the Game of the Year edition is that it's not a remaster. It's it's just it's like twenty bucks cheaper and it has all the DLC. It's the same game. Yeah. So th- I I wouldn't call that a like a remaster like you know Majora 3D or Wind Waker. Isn't it just a ridiculous mindset? Yeah, well, that's the problem is that now you if you want to get the game you were actually supposed to get you gotta wait a year for that you know yeah. game of the year edition. Like, well, with Nintendo, if you just wait like ten or twenty years, eventually they'll remake the game. Yeah, I guess. But I didn't get Skyward Sword. I'm just gonna get the HD remake. It's, in about it's not a remake years. so much as it's just like <laughs> here's the game with all the DLC. But I don't know. Can you imagine if one guy was like, "I'm not gonna get Majora's Mask. They're gonna, re- they're gonna remake this game." I'll, I'll give it twenty years. They'll make the 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 yeah. Actually, I, I I will I do want to have a port of Four Swords on the Wii U. I think that'd be a lot I've of fun. We've had this discussion many a time. Yeah, because there's not a lot of connectivity with the Wii U and 3DS. I want I want Nintendo wait, to do what they did wait, with the GameCube and wait. Game Boy Advance. Yes, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a bet down here. I'll do it. Oh, here we if they make a Legend of Zelda game for the, for the for mobile devices, it's gonna be a Four Swords game. No, no, no. please, please, no. Don't. Hey, Adam. Yeah. You know we're friends here. Don't, don't. We're just trying to have a good time, and here you We're are. We're trying to have a good time. Don't jinx this. I'll, I'll, I'll do a counter bet. Actually, that, is, counter that bet? is literally the first Zelda game I've ever played. Really? I, it really is. That's a way to start. That's one of my favorites. What? I'm sorry, Jake. Stop. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's, anyway, that's a Caleb, unique way to start. I'm not saying it's a like, Oh, a I think I said way. it was a bad way to start. No, I said that's a way to start. Yeah, and I was like, I was playing my... with my three friends. We all had it on our little GBA adapters and everything. We had Isn't it the funniest game? It's it's so good. And that Nintendo has made every other remake except for that one. It's it just like well. Nintendo... Co- here's, here's the thing, though. But I Mario Party's still games. going, and that Listen, didn't sound well. No, 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 no. What I if Zelda for Wii U is just a remake of Legend of Zelda, the original? I, I good. Huh. It... Go for it. I'm not going to play it. Why do I care? <laughs> but, okay, back to Four Swords, though. The reason Am I why... I'm concerned about that. We do have a counter bet, though. I'm concerned about that. You know my stance on remakes, my friend. <laughs> uh, but going back to Four Swords really quick, the reason it didn't do well isn't because they were bad games. No, it, it had nothing to do with that. It's because it was incredibly complicated to get it set up with, like, four people who happen to have a Game Boy Advance adapter and, like, the game. and like First, you need to get all your best friends together. You need to go on top of a clock tower, eat some sea salt ice cream. You're going to have to find some sea, sea salt ice cream. Shut now you're going to have to go online and find Here we go. Then, you're going to need to buy eight Game Boy Advances. You're going to need three to port the game to one thing. system. You're going to need this three is, Jesse McCartney. It was okay. basically this complicated to get okay. a full game set up. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm so going to go ahead and buy. Right now. now, there's going to be an old man at a tiny shop. His name is... Okay, okay, wait. Stop, stop. Stop. I have to stop. S- no. No. What? We are too far off, and I had a counter bet that I wanted to do like six minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Tell us, Caleb. Say to, stay, to, stay on, to stay on topic. Jesus. All right. 
if they're gonna make anything, it's gonna be like puzzle games. I don't see it's gonna. I don't see like a Mario Crush <laughs> sliding. I don't puzzles. see a full fledged like any type of game for a while at least. I think it's gonna be I already seen now. Just redoing things we already have. So like puzzle candy, games. So like Candy like Crush Pokemon did. Already just, sure. I get to see Mr. Senpai Iwata now just move from Nintendo. Dr. Mario, the remake. Move from Nintendo. I mean, they made a Dr. I Mario remake. Now. With I, I'm, I'm not surprised, Adam. I'm not surprised yeah. at all at this point. Year of Luigi, financial failure. Yeah, wasn't that Nintendo's worst year? Yeah. Isn't that so they, heartwarming? Did you hear what <laughs> so they made sad. this year the year of? Do they actually do a thing? Yes. What? What is it? The year of Birdo. I thought that was a joke. No. It's on the official site. I, that was a joke. It's gotta be a joke. There's no way. It was a joke. Are you sure? Yes. I checked Nintendo and it was right there on the screen. That's all I'm saying. Speaking Ninten- so speaking of Birdo. Nintendo, though. Nintendo on social networking really loves their dank memes and needs to shut up. <laughs> they're, they're... So... Okay, but some, sometimes they are good. Like, I don't know if you guys follow the, uh, the Smash Brothers official page. Um, they do do a lot of co- commentary on it. It's pretty funny. Like they they've do, said like, it. Tw- okay, they've yeah, they said do. it like three or four times, I think, but they mm-hmm. haven't done anything with it. They've said it's the year of Birdo, and that's it. Yeah, I, I think they're just like toying with it. But uh, back to the the Smash Brothers page, like they they'll do like a title card for each character, and they'll have like a witty caption with it. The one for Greninja was actually hysterical. Uh, because it was, um, it was released right after those, like, Too Much Water for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So, like, your ninja's title card was water. Water everywhere. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was really, that was a really funny that's, way to take a jab at IGN. Now, a lot of people did say thing. that was probably, like, a reference to an old poem that's, they like, said that water, same, water they everywhere, but not a drop They had problems with the new Kirby game. Were they? What? And what? I, really? They said something along the lines of, I think they said that it was... It was like too hard. I have heard it. That game does have some teeth. Yeah, and I was like, "Rainbow Curse is hard." I've heard this game is too hard. hard. This game has too much water. This game is too much itself. (laughs) Why does Mario have so much Mario? This game is too much game. I can't deal with this right now. If Canvas Curse is hard, then uh, Sunset Overdrive is a good game. Is it actually like easy? I haven't played. Caleb has played it. Overdrive? Now, Rainbow Curse, I will agree. When it gets further in its levels, it can get a bit difficult and annoying. <laughs> the only reason to be difficult is because the levels are kind of long. Mm-hmm. It's not even that. It's just the way that you have to maneuver yourself around everything so you can get to your end goal, which makes it even harder. You know what I really want Kirby games to start doing more of? What? Make Prince Fluff more of a character. I really like Prince Fluff, Wait. and like especially which one? Yeah. yeah. He was from Epic Yarn. He was like the like oh, the player too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I think he's a cute character. Like they're making Waddle Dee more of a playable character, and I don't know about you guys, but I don't like playing as like random faceless people. Like I don't, no. I don't like playing as Toad or Koopa Troopa in Mario sheeple. Kart. I like playing as like established characters, and like I, I like Prince Fluff. I think he's a cool character. I want more of him in games. And just, I thought honestly that if they were gonna make a fourth Kirby character in Smash Brothers, it was gonna be Prince Fluff, and that would have been great. He would have had really cool grabs. By the way, when is Mewtwo coming out? Is he, he ever coming out? Spring. Isn't it? Didn't they say like to pre? It was like one month left to pre-order it or something like that. Yeah, the thirty-first yeah. is. Uh, by the way, if you're listening at home, get register your games by the thirty-first if you haven't already. You have eleven. You have like yeah, twelve days. 
Well, whatever it is from Saturday. So you have till the 31st. Do it. Do it now. Seriously. You have like a week. And if you have any leftover coins, get the Wonderful 101 or get Metroid 2. You're welcome. Ah, Metroid 2. I heard Retro is actually, uh, like, they, they've talked a bit about the possibility of, like, of, of, like, doing a Metroid 2, like, a full-on, like, color version of it and, like, you know, bringing Good. giving it some fresh life. Good, that's what it needs. But I'd rather them do a new one. I would be fine with either one. So Retro is going to announce a new game at E3, though. Uh, so what do you guys think? Uh, okay, so here are the three things that could either be a Metroid, a uh, new Donkey Kong, or a totally new game. So basically, here's it could be anything. What do you guys think it could I, be? I'm going to say it's not Donkey Kong. I, I, loved, I love Tropical Freeze, but I hope it's not Donkey Kong again. It's probably not going to be another Donkey Kong. Wait, what are we talking about? Retro. I don't, They're retro. making a new game. They're announcing a new game at E3. I don't know, because it might be something to combat uh, Project Ukulele. Oh, really? Yeah. You think so? I think so. They made... Okay, they recently announced uh, a new Connect Banjo-Kazooie game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember which that. Looks which looks terrible. Which, by the way, they it was only a tech demo, so they weren't actually making it. But, like, it was weird to see people actually relieved that they weren't making another Banjo-Kazooie game. That they were just letting it be. Because, like, when... Like, someone made the joke in, like, a comment section. It was like, when Nintendo does a tech demo, you hope that becomes a thing. When Microsoft does it, you're so glad to hear it was only a tech demo. <laughs> No, when Retro does it now, you're so glad to hear it's a tech demo. Retro? Yeah. What tech demo rare? are they? You mean Rarer? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean Rare. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's easy. No, no, you're fine. It's easy. Rare is the one that got, which is an t- entirely new team now, and now, uh, what is it? Uh, retro? Old members? Rare? It, okay. A lot Companies of, change around way too much. Yeah, they And do. they're basically, it's basically a different na- team with the same name, yep. and now a new team. New, a new name is for the old team that used to be that, and video games are complicated. I'm sorry. Yeah. I get to, put, to put it as simply as possible. Retro and Rare. Oh God. Retro and Rare are much like three four three and Bungie in a sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, a lot of old Rare people like have worked there. Uh, I know, like David David Wise, the compo- the composer from like the old Donkey Kong games. He did Tropical Freeze, and by the way, that soundtrack is on point. Yeah, it is. God, it's so good. That soundtrack was amazing. So yeah, um, Project Ukulele I think is going to be amazing. Uh, I know that's very preliminary, but like, there's so much. Like, I was listening to these guys like give a developer commentary of like what they're doing, and they just have so much love and passion in what they do, and they sound so excited for the first time in years. Like, it's it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful to see this because I remember like mm-hmm. uh, a few months ago on the podcast, I had mentioned Mingi Jango, which was a Twitter handle for like a bunch of old Rare users who had like said we're interested in making a new game, we want to hear public feedback, and it didn't get that much steam. And, like, the Twitter was just basically abandoned, and I was really disappointed because I was like, oh, man, they're just leaving it all behind. And no, they're doing Project Ukulele, and I'm, I'm really excited for this. They haven't really announced much other than the name, and they've shown that one screen. Yeah, I, I know. I'm putting way too much stock in something I haven't even seen, but I, I do trust these developers. It's, it's very it's very enticing to see what they might do with it. Plus, I think it's a clever jab at banjo because ukulele, they're both, like, mm-hmm. variations of guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted the, the successor to be like Kanjo and Pazooie or something <laughs> ridiculous like that. Kanjo and Pazooie. I know they have interest in making it a Wii U exclusive too, so that's something. Oh it sounds like something JonTron would have said. Can you imagine the original uh, team for Ocarina of Time to make like uh, another game that's a spiritual success to Ocarina? I was and thinking about that. Called, like, like Macarena of Time. <laughs> Macarena of Time. Of Rhyme. Oh, Macarena okay. of Rhyme. Oh. 
I was actually thinking about that because I was thinking about a link between worlds recently and how like it's the same world but like a a fresh, very very fresh spin on it. I was like, what if they did the same thing with Ocarina, where it was like the same world but like new stuff? Speaking of new stuff, like Majora's Mask. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking (laughs) of new stuff, did anybody play Uh, Codename Steam? Yes, I have. I have it. Nope. It's all right. I like. Okay, I I still have to be convinced how it's not like Fire Emblem or XCOM. It is like Fire. It's not like Fire Emblem. (laughs) (laughs) But is it is it good in in how it isn't like Fire Emblem? Because if so, then it's just XCOM. Okay. okay. I haven't played enough of. I played five minutes and then Type Zero came. I'm like, bye. No, I only played like the first two levels. Did you want to talk about Type Zero? I was gonna get to that. Let's let's talk about Codename Steam really quick. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So Codename Steam is oh. really interesting. It's I know Caleb said it's not like a Fire Emblem, but let me tell you how it is like a Fire wait, Emblem. Wait, wait. So you can you can go into this segue, but I was gonna go from Macarena into a fan topic, but no. Okay, I'm, fine. Fan topic first. No, 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 no. Go on with your Codename Steam. Codename Steam is like a 3D Fire Abraham Emblem, Lincoln. and you have guns, and you use Steam, and it's cool. Uh, the enemy turns go on too long. I wish you could skip them, but at the same time, like also they have a stupid mechanic where the enemy bobs up and down. And you have to time your shot. Yeah, you do have which to aim. Is really you do weird need a bit of precision and unnecessary. Although I don't on mind it because I, I like a combination of a uh, you know having like actual shooter elements with an RT with like a strategy game. I think that's kind of yeah, cool. but not on a handheld where it's really hard. Oh yeah, it is harder yeah. to aim. The new 3DS alleviates some of those problems, but even then, the the C stick I still find difficulty with. So it's it's an alright game. Um, I think the reviews are. I think some of the reviews are. Is it just me or is Gamespot really critical? Uh, Gamespot sucks. So yes. Yeah, they are very very hard on games. Like I'm pretty sure they gave Tropical Freeze a six. And let yeah, me tell you something. That is not a the best six. game that came out that year. It, so they can shove it. Yeah, yeah. So they they gave it a four, I think, and they they were super critical of that game. Uh, but no, it's all right. I gave it a seven. I think it's something where like uh, a a sequel can greatly improve upon itself. But then again, guys, I've only played the first two levels. So when I when I finish it, I'll let you have a more elaborate opinion. So I give it a type zero out of type zero. Tell us about type zero that we got to do fan topic. Yeah, uh, type zero came out. Take your time if you want. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna make this fan topic. Uh, hmm? Okay. Nothing. <laughs> no, please. Let's, let's you. I have nothing to say about Type Zero because I only played the 15 demo. <laughs> All right. So, one of our viewers wrote into us. His name is Lloydemus. He said, Hello. "Do you hey. guys think that the Zelda Wii U will incorporate these musical instruments like in other titles in the series? And if so, how would you like to see it used?" I know myself and Jake have answered this question previously, but I don't mm-hmm. think Caleb or Alfred have. I was in that podcast. We I answered this as well. I, I said I think there's going to yeah. be a didgeridoo. I said banjo or not banjo violin. I want a, a piano that like I said has wheels. Piano combo. <laughs> a ballroom piano. Yeah. It's a grand yeah. piano that he carries around. He's just pulling it behind him with ropes. He's like, <laughs> it's kind of like that really bad Bruno Mars music so video. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the grenade. Yeah, grenade. And he's like, that's the game. The piano up a hill. <laughs> By the way, I don't like Bruno Mars. I don't like Bruno Mars. I don't. I don't like him. I think that song "Treasure" is pretty. It's my guilty pleasure. But other than that, oh, that rhyme. "Treasure" pleasure. is your guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Someone did a Wii Fit Trainer spoof of it. Actually, yeah, Young Town. It was. It was pretty funny. All right. What else we got? Okay. Wait. I'm trying to think. Of what instruments? <sighs> what is it well, do you want to hear my? Do you want to hear my explanation as to what I thought about this topic? Thank I want to hear your explanation. That's um, essentially, I think that the banjo would be really good for the kind of. Uh, 
grassy sort of feel of the environment, but I also think that the violin or the viola or some variation would be very nice to have in that sort of environment. I think a lot of people have wanted a violin in a solid game for a while now. And I think that with the advances of the Wii U, you know, where, you get, where we're getting closer and closer to more realistic sounds, I think that it's definitely more possible to get the sort of feel that you could possibly get out of a real instrument in that. I am the the emotional feel that I, people are looking for. Yeah, I'm cool with any instrument they do, as long mm-hmm. as it's not like Skyward Sword, where you have like basically zero input of it, where you just <laughs> you just swing the Wii remote around. Wait, you mean all of Skyward Sword, where you just swing the Wii remote around? <laughs> okay. Nah, like the the harp just, was like it, there was I, there was no tack to it. You just you just move the Wii remote and it makes noises. I think Whoosh. I would like. As for an instrument, instrument-wise, I would like a kalimba. A kalimba? What's a kalimba. that? It's like... Imagine this, like... If you can... You can Google search it if you want. It's, uh, it's this little mini... <sighs> oh, okay. I see it. Do you see it? It's... I can't really explain it. What kind it's, of instrument? Like wind? Percussion? Like it's, strings? It's like... not... It's like imagine it's a wooden peg imagine with, like a wooden with peg. metal strips yeah. on top oh, of it. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it's like it's, it about. sounds kinda like a it sounds like a little bit like plucking Is it the thing where you strings? can yeah, you can you can pluck it, right? Like yes. the, you like the metal tips. Yeah. Yes. That's a cool instrument. And I feel like I feel like somewhere in the game that that will be able to fit in, like maybe if you're trying to open something. Or just to have that music playing. Around. Oh, that actually would be cool because it kinda has a sort of puzzle look to it. Right. It yeah. looks like it, I think it I looks think the like sound, a code though, applies more to like a tropical setting. But go on, go on your I'm oh, sorry, Adam. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, please. <laughs> no, I was saying like that instrument has has a lot of like tropical feel to it. Like yeah. I think I think Tropical Freeze actually used that instrument quite a bit. And that really? would surprise me. Like uh I'm you, you guys can shoot me if I'm wrong, but uh the remastering of Sacred Brush Symphony, I'm almost positive they use that instrument. Almost. Hey, I, I couldn't tell it, you. It, hey, po- like, whenever you hear it, I will be honest, it makes me think of rain. And then it also makes me think of a tropical horse. It's funny yeah, how you yeah. brought up the kalimba, which is such a strange instrument. Because uh, I had an idea for... Uh, and the didgeridoo kind of isn't strange? Yeah. <laughs> didgeridoo. We can ban... Jake, you That's where we draw the line. Zelda and then I... <laughs> but, uh, what would... What do you think would happen if, uh... They decided to do different kinds of musical genres in Zelda. I would love it. Uh, like, can you imagine a Zelda game that has techno or funk or hip hop or pop or rock? I think I would, the environment be, needs if it. Exactly. If the environment calls for it, mm-hmm. by all means. Just have some. I mean, just have some Daft Punk just playing. If I fall into a lob to a to a volcano, mass salesman played world, by Daft Punk. I want like Skrillex in that in that Wait. lava pit. Wait. I want a Mass the Salesman. World okay, so there's been a to bring up a uh there was a, recently a, a Meverse interview with the Mass Salesman. Yes. And he said that he might be making a return in another game. He has more masks. Can you imagine if they had Daft Punk masks? Oh god. I would love that. Rock. Robot rock. Ah, uh, dude. I love Daft Punk. I'm so glad they made that new album. Even though I thought it was it wasn't that's, as good as some of their older ones. That's but probably I like the, the reason why I'm excited for the new Tron movie because Daft Punk will probably be making a reappearance. Oh, they're gonna? Oh, really? I, I mean, I assume they did the first one. They did the entire soundtrack. That soundtrack was, was fantastic. Uh, it was. I was underwhelmed. Solid. Really? You really? didn't like I it? I was underwhelmed. Critics liked it. Critics are stupid. You're stupid. Caleb is the be all end all for opinions. <laughs> <laughs> it's Caleb, Caleb or Get Out. <laughs> Trigger. Animated by Trigger. What's next? 
Speaking of things that trigger Caleb, Final Fantasy 15. You've been waiting <laughs> for the game for 10 years. Uh, nine. Nine years? Yeah. Inaccurate so dates also trigger Caleb. Thing. Nine years, you, seven months, three days, and 12 minutes. Get your estimations right, sir. <laughs> Wait, how can they call it Final Fantasy if there's more than one? That was, that was me all throughout right high now. school. Well, I mean... I asked that question. A lot of them take place in different times and parallel worlds. Mm -hmm. So they could be the final in their own. This is the first guest I've ever had. Except for Final Fantasy XIII, that trilogy. Oh no! And (laughs) 10. I'm just kidding, boo. Alfred has officially become Chris. Congratulations. (laughs) Goodbye, Chris. We hardly knew you and we hardly liked you. (laughs) I'm kidding. I loved you, Chris. Should I link pictures to Paper Crab House? Hmm? What? So I link pictures to paper no, cards. don't. Okay. Please, Do it anyway, because I have no idea what's going on. Adam. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Tell me your opinion. Of what? 15. Final Fantasy 15. Uh, I'll give you a little bit, because I'm actually working on something Ooh. Uh, about Final Fantasy 15, mm-hmm. so I don't want to give away too much. Um, but I will I will give you this little taste that Ooh. it's not as bad as I expected it to be. But you never but have good expectations. It's not as good as I wanted anything. it to be. Okay. It's not versus thirteen anymore. It's its own entirely okay own game now. All right. I here's the thing, guys. I'm not a Final Fantasy fan. I haven't followed the series. I I know like you know key titles. I know thirteen. I know who Lightning is. I know you know Seven had Cloud and all that. Please wait. Oh, please rephrase that. Rephrase that. Do not say key titles and then say I know who Lightning is. Okay, okay, I know Cloud, I know Titus, or Titus. That's like saying, I've been to Chili's, I, I, was working, I went to I their was dumpster once. Back. I was starting from the from the front, and I was working back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know I know these characters, I know, you know, Final Fantasy, yeah, they're all different games, different places. I don't, what was Final Fantasy versus Thirteen supposed to be, and why is Final Fantasy Thirteen a different game? Like, okay. what is going on here? Explain this. Okay. Me. The Fabula Nova Crystallis was a, oh, I'm already lost. a thing that started about nine years ago. <laughs> At the E3 that 13 and all these other games were announced. Okay, was this a it game? It was supposed to be... No, this was a project of the three games that were 13. Uh, Agato, which is now Type 0, and Versus, which is now 15. Okay. And they were supposed to all share the same gods. Uh, not necessarily taking place in the same place or even universe, but they shared the same gods. Okay, mm-hmm. I follow. Um, type 0, or it was Agato at the time had more in common with 13. Like, the Lassie were common between both games. If you, you know, keep up with that, you'll know what that is. Yeah, I know. I'm just the talking Lassie, to the audience yeah, yeah. now. I've, I think people who've played the game are still confused about everything that happens in Final Fantasy 13. Uh, I still am, so you're not wrong to assume that. But this was, you know, they expected these games to come out sooner than they did, and then Fabula Nova's Crystallis just broke, and then we got two more 13s that were not supposed to exist. <laughs> Type 0 didn't get Released outside of Japan for a long what time. What is Type Zero anyway? Yeah, uh, I thought that just—I thought that's about to be released. It's out now. Oh, okay, yeah. Caleb has it. It came out Tuesday. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. It it came with a demo of the of fifteen. Uh, what are you asking exactly? Like story wise or after after you finish talking about this, I, I'd like to hear okay. a little bit more about Type Zero. Okay. Uh, so then, and then versus was you know why was it called versus? Well. If there was already going to be a Final Fantasy thirteen versus thirteen, uh, was it going to be a fighting game or like what's what's the idea behind it, this? They I don't know if they ever came out and confirmed it, but there were a lot of things. I think one came from Square them Square themselves. They said that it was because um, they were unsure of what direction they wanted to take Final Fantasy as a whole, 
and they were releasing three very different style Final Fantasy games around the same time. Okay. So it was basically saying, like, if people like uh, Versus more, this game's in direct competition with 13 to see who's going to take the lead as the future of Final Fantasy combat systems and whatnot. That's still kind of weird. Yeah. They basically made two games to compete against each other, is what the whole thing was. I mean, you Wonderful. can do that, but, like, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't have, like, Pokemon Red and then Pokemon Versus Red. I don't know. Well, it was because they were confused and they didn't know where to go, but that's also not 100% confirmed, I don't think. But regardless, it's Square Enix. They're always names. confused. That's just a they given. They changed. They changed the names of of Agato and uh, Versus. So okay, it doesn't really matter. So anymore. Type Zero didn't come out. It just came out. Is it on PS4 or PS3? PS4, Xbox One. Oh really? So HD. so they up, yes. they updated the visuals. That's 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 pretty cool. Yes. So yes. Uh, your thoughts on the game? I've only played for about twenty minutes because I put all my time into fifteen. Right. Right. Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, I. Don't don't tell anybody, but I, I emulated the English patch a long time ago and played it for a little bit. It was really good. I want to do that with Mother um, 3, actually. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So you're suggesting it's... people go get it? For now, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say anything until oh. I actually finish it, but like, it's it's not bad so far. It's kind of That's very comforting, because I actually am a fan of Final Fantasy. So. It's kind of basic <laughs> and superficial right now, but it's an early RP- It's early into an RPG. So I'm slowly I getting to reasons be... to buy a next-gen system. <laughs> but, uh, but 15, if you aren't like me and were like watching Versus for nine years and wanting that specific game, I think you'll like 15. It's a nice change of pace. Okay. It's got its issues, but it's got a nice change of pace. So could you say that, uh, I know this is going to be a weird question, but which two Nintendo franchises do you think is more similar to Final Fantasy? Xenoblade or Fire Emblem? Uh, because like Xenoblade now. Yeah, I'm starting to think Xenoblade. Because I first thought Final... honestly when I first saw it, it reminded me of Final Fantasy XI on the spot. I thought it was a Final Fantasy game the first like time I saw screenshots for it. Specifically I would, eleven. I would actually never say that that uh, Fire Emblem was anything Final Fantasy. I only say that on the grounds that like it's always different. Wait, people Fire Emblem? Different... I thought we were talking about. Hold on. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking which which two Xenoblade or Fire Emblem is yeah, more. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just making Fantasy. sure. <laughs> yeah. Because the only yeah. the only things I base Fire Emblem on is uh, in regards to similarity is that. They're different people, different worlds, different or not different worlds necessarily, but different continents, different times, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So well, like, the thing with yeah, I mean you're you're kind of right in that regard. Final Fantasy is always random if it's going to be linked to something else or its own entity. So, <sighs> so wait, did they say uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X is going to be using Amiibo? By the way, I think they did, didn't they? I have no idea. Not sure. I don't think they've confirmed or denied that. Because I can, I can very well see like using I'm a Shulk pretty sure they said that they're going to try to integrate it into all their new games yeah. to some extent. Because like, I could, I could see the Shulk Amiibo like either giving him his clothes or like the Monado or something. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Except for the fact Maybe that Shulk is like super rare. To the game pad, it just says I'm really feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He just says, "This is the Amiibo's power." That's it. Alfred. Hmm. I wanted to ask you, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, about you, how you started doing online animations, online art, things like that? Hmm. Well, I have to be honest. When um, when I was really young, I didn't really get serious about my artwork until I was about 13, maybe 13, 14 years old. But I've been doing art since I was like three. Okay. But um, as for me getting into animation, uh, 
I've always watched cartoons. I love the way cartoons look, and I've always wanted to make my own story, whether it was animations or comics. Do you have a specific influence, and why isn't it the Legend of Zelda animated series? <laughs> give you plenty of reasons why it's not the Legend of Zelda animated series. But well, as excuse for- me, princess. Princess. <laughs> anyway, oh, as for as for influences, um. It would have to be... It's just a variety of artists from people who are really well-known to just people who draw stuff on the internet. Like, you can go from John Kay, David Feast, just playing Joe Murray, and to actual, a lot of different online personas like Rosha and Viral and a lot of people that I talk to that are in my own group and a lot of people that surround me that actually help me to get to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And without them, then I feel like that I wouldn't be here. And above that, then a, a couple of the influences when it comes to animation is uh, Richard Williams and Richard Williams of what? What is what is he known for? Oh, he created a book for uh, people who are now just or people who want to get into animation. Okay, he's a uh, he's a, he's a teacher of sorts. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have any projects you're working on now or things that you're looking forward to start working on in the future? Um, Currently, I have um, a project where I'm going to be making my own clothing line, which I'm still working on currently. I'm All also right. going to be creating stickers and such. I also do commissions. I'm also working on a commission. Uh, not, I'm also doing this commission, and I'm also trying to make an animation for the Gang Grumps. You know, because I'm totally original, and I don't want to, No one's ever made an animation for the Gang Grumps, ever. Who even talks about <laughs> Gang Grumps? Jake. What even is Game Grumps? I don't know. Something that died a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. We certainly never talked about it. I'm kidding. But like, I, I uh, haven't watched it in a long time. Is a more proper way to say that sentence. I'm going to be working on a Game Grumps Sleepy Cabin and then all original cartoon of my own. And other than that, it's just going to be me working on stuff for my patrons on Patreon. My, my, my loveliness. <laughs> Yeah. Legit. Yeah. And other than that, hmm? go ahead. I'm sorry. No, please keep going. Oh. Um. And other than that, I've just been working on a couple other shirts, and I'm still open for commissions. If anyone's interested, just email me at paperboxhouse@gmail.com. The reason that I asked about that is because, like, it's always interesting to see, how, or it's always interesting to know where things started. Uh, I mean, Asia Numa recently talked about uh about how the process was to work on a uh, majora's mask yeah i wanted he, to talk about this a little bit yeah he he said something along he said uh something along the lines of and i quote it has been a long time since i started working on zelda but i've almost never pulled an all-nighter however i did that once for the n64 version of majora's mask i did that together with koizumi and takumi Ko- yeah Ko- koago we were responsible for Ko- i'm sorry i may have mispronounced that it's okay last name you've been, you've been doing we, that all night yes <laughs> Stick Yoshiaki Koizumi and yeah. the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know the other guy. guy. He's some, Perfect some name. dude. He's some it's dude. Takume, Takumi Kawagoe. Anyway. We'll call him Thing uh, 2. We he, he continues to say, We were responsible for a movie which Miyamoto had rejected the day before. We had to do it again until the next day and it was barely enough time. It left a lasting impression as I worked quietly in the room with no one around. Which is interesting because this also reminded me of an interview that uh, Miyamoto had just done recently about how what it's like to work with other people and how people 
tend to feel intimidated in front of him. He tries to oh, say God. that he doesn't like to make uh, his coworkers feel intimidated, like they have to best him or they have to do something that he'll appreciate. He doesn't. He doesn't I mean, like you're, that you're sort stand, of You're standing next to the Walt Disney of video games. It's it's kind of hard not to, you know. Yeah, but he doesn't want people to have that. He tries to no, make and I respect relax. that stance. I respect uh, his humbleness. They were talking. He he recalled specifically a a meeting they had over uh, the recently revealed Splatoon, how they were trying to figure out who the main character of Splatoon was, because they felt it was very important that the game have an identity, a main character. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that is identified. They had the game mechanic down perfectly. They loved it, but they didn't have a, a, a face behind it. So what Miyamoto did, he said, he, he asked them to open up to the idea of, you know, having Mario as the main character if they couldn't think of another concept. And he said he remembers how sheepishly, how sheepishly not using exact wording, it's my own phrase here, sheepishly the developers of the game came up to him and, and presented the squid characters. And on the spot, he said, that's our new character. That's the star of Splatoon. Not because no better idea had come along, but because this was so exactly right. It felt right. It looked right. It wasn't a, a, a failed attempt. It was It was exactly what they were looking for. It was exactly what they wanted to make. And that's what he liked. He likes people when they're trying to be, do exactly what they need to be doing, not because they're trying to please him. I think that's a great stance to have as a developer, especially a gaming mm-hmm. auteur. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is hard. I mean, he he made. I'm sorry. What was the the ranch in uh, Majora's Mask? The two characters on that ranch were actually supposed to represent the missile crisis. Yeah, they were. No, on? wait. Was it the ranch or was it the? Uh, I think it was the lovers. Was yeah, it lovers? yeah. It was. It was the two lovers. Like they they oh, said okay. they were okay. For those of you who don't know, there was a missile crisis that happened in Japan, uh, because of Korea in like the early 2000s, late 90s. Uh, I think it was like the Taupong Missile Crisis. I'm I'm so sorry mm-hmm. if, I, if I got that name wrong. It's all right. Um, yeah, and basically what was going on is that there was a large pressure that there was they were going to release some missiles, very similar to the Cuban Missile Crisis, if you if you know your history. And um, there was a wedding that was happening in the middle of this that uh, Koizumi and Alnuma went to, and they mm-hmm. they said to themselves like, isn't it kind of strange that they're having a they're they're having a day of love and romance on a on like a a, a horrifying day like this. And that actually led them to, like, come up with the idea for, like, Andrew and Kathy, you know, the two lovers who are, like, getting married the day the moon falls. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I like seeing, like, real-world experiences pour into game design. Yeah, I, what... think it, I think it's important to draw from those things. I mean, uh, I recently saw a game called Beyond Eyes uh, that's trying to show you what it's like to live, or not live, but perceiving the game through the, the eyes of a blind girl. And, uh, I mean, you can see the world around you, obviously, to some extent, very limited. But it's based on what she's feeling and how she's seeing things. But uh, there's been some brief sort of demos that have been played through it. It's very interesting, and I think it's a cool perspective on you know how a real life experience like blindness can somehow be explained to someone who doesn't have it. And uh, it also reminds me of another thing that I I saw the other day about how um, one example of how to explain colors to someone. I was always I've always heard that question, you know, how do you explain colors without using the words red, blue, and things like that? To explain the color red, uh, pressing your hand against something hot, or explain the color blue, pressing your hand up against something cold. And even and even then, that only gets you so far, you know? It only gets so far, but, like, these sort of limitations can often make something more interesting and more beautiful. I remember a developer that I know of uh, named Draken, who who is the head for Electronic Superjoy, I uh, was talking about on Twitter uh, about a game that, a game concept idea that he, I think he was having or someone else he was talking to was having, where essentially it punishes uh, the it it uh, it punishes the player for being m- 
too much better than the other player. And I th- and that got me on the idea of, you know, a game where the rules change drastically, and so it's better to keep as close to the middle as possible. Pardon as my, my, my simplification, but I can see something like Mario Kart actually pulling that mechanic off, being punished for being too good because Blue Shell. Yeah. That sounds I mean, Mario like Party... the worst thing I've ever heard. Mario Party 10, well, no, Caleb, it's, it's about playing cleverly. It's about not trying to, it's not about, it's about trying not to be too... Not trying to abuse things that are going on in the environment around you. Mario Party, te- Mario Party in general tends to do that, where if there's one player who's, in, I mean, for me, a, a very well understood rule in the beginning is whoever's winning in the first couple of rounds of Mario Party will lose. I kind of see that. Yeah, th- there have been a lot of times where like, I had that come because like it's easy to punish them. Like you could use the boot yeah. to steal a star, or you know, like. It's always it always goes towards the first player, but I just thought and of like a scenario. the Bowser equalizer traps and all that. Like mm-hmm. it isn't inherently yeah. trying to bring them down, but there are ways yeah. to like you know take them down a few pegs. Yeah, it's always going to depend on what game. But I mean, overall, if you say that you're too good, you should get punished. No, that's no, no, no. Be it's terrible ninety eight percent of the time. It, in this particular case, they were talking. He was talking about how you know the skill level between the players. So someone who's played the game a lot versus someone who's never played it before. And how to try to balance that out. Well, you make a game where someone who hasn't played it a lot can still have a chance, you know, if they pull it together. Or they just get their head bashed in a few times and they'll learn how to uh, adapt to it. Mm -hmm. Like it should be. Yeah. Tell them, Caleb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, I do like these emergent gameplay ideas. Like, I, I do, like... I like seeing fresh fresh ways to, like, look at uh how you can... You know, like, fresh looks at mechanics. Like, you, you were talking about the blind game a second ago. And, like, I was seeing screenshots of it. And, like, just the way the... the Like, your your limited field of vision and everything that's, like, all based on, mm-hmm. like, your, your other senses. That's that's really clever. But the, the only thing that worries me is that people look at, like, emergent ideas like this. And they're kind of dismissive. Because as much as we get mad because, oh, there's a Mario game. And, oh, there's a Call of Duty every year. The reason they do so well is because it's what people ask for. You know, nobody's asking for this this game, this blind well, game. Well, Nintendo has said that, they recently said in an interview, how Nintendo's policy is usually that they don't want to try to make something that's going to be the most profitable, that was they want Reggie. to make something that's the most creative. That's their concern. Wait, was that Reggie? I think that was Reggie. Because I remember he Reggie. was talking about um, Reggie The most recent person to say it was not Reggie. Oh, it wasn't? Um, okay, okay. Yeah, it was, I think, Iwata. No, because I remember Reggie was talking about how like they try not to milk their IP too, too much. And then someone mm-hmm. called him out. They're like, "What about Mario?" It was like, "Well, for instance, there's one Mario Kart game and one Smash Brothers per generation. That's not really, you know, that's not no, going no. overboard." Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. One Mario Party. One, game per one Mario Kart, and there is. Oh, okay, sorry. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I've been a little disillusioned by Mario in the past few years. Because here's the thing: I haven't played a bad Mario Mario game in a while. I think they're all mm-hmm. like pretty good. You know, they're solid. They're they're polished, but I don't I care much for Mario Kart Eight. Really? That's on, that is on you, my um, friend. <laughs> um, I I do okay. not screw with me on this. I am the best at Mario Kart Eight. I, I challenge all of you right Ma- now. I feel like Mario Kart. I'll, I'll take you on. Mario Kart Eight feels very different. Like it feels like I'm talking about a mainline Mario game, by the way. When I say that, not like you know Mario Kart and stuff like that. But go on with what you're saying. Uh, just that Mario Kart Eight, I feel like really does favor whoever owns the game and whoever has the most time to play with each bike. Well, you can say the same thing about Smash Brothers. Well, well, not really. I feel like with the other games in the series, you know, you don't have to own a Mario Kart game to still be able to win at it. I mean, I've, I owned Mario Kart Double Dash for a long time, and I didn't always win. 
even though I had more experience with the bikes, because it wasn't about Mario Kart 8 is more about what bike you're using as opposed to how well you're playing the game. Not always. Not really. It's got a, it's I a see what you're saying. A lot of the time I've seen see someone who plays saying. terribly just swap bikes and they play perfectly and they crush everyone. Because it's more about how the bike plays about, as opposed to how well you play. It's all about, you you, it's all about what you itself. constructed in the thing that you see fit because it's not just going to be one bike that's going to go the fastest that they pick it. Because Your everything goes is a variable. Yeah, Actually, goes, there is a best bike in Mario Kart. Which eight. one? Is which it the, one? Uh, the bike, the motorcycle. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, and the Wii version specifically, bikes were yeah. infinitely better. But they they brought that down yeah. in Mario Kart Eight. Like you used yeah, to be able to do like... to like go. No, no. Much I'm faster. talking about specifically Rosalina on the sport. It's like a light blue motorcycle. That's the okay. You're, yeah, you're talking about the mock bike, and oh yeah, the mock. That's not. It doesn't go as fast as some other bikes that I've seen. Honest. That's what I'm saying. It's not just about hey, let me pick this bike. It's about let me customize something that's going to go so fast that's going to give me the first place, but doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to have competition that's going to be making some different things that's going to get you into first place. It's There's a lot of variables in Mario Kart 8 to take into consideration, and while your vehicle might be a big one, if not the biggest one, there's still a lot of other little things that can get you ahead of the game if you know what you're doing. I still feel like, in comparison to the yeah. other Mario Karts in the series, it, it like, wasn't the one that really had the biggest change. I feel like it was they they upped the amount how how important the bike was that as a result everything else kind of. I just feel like I don't see. The I'll tell you what does suck. The ATVs, the ATVs are terrible. The ATVs are terrible, them. but I don't really see the importance in the bike. Seeing that I'm more worried about what's going to keep me staying on this stage, me not falling off, me drifting in the right spots, me getting this right boost, getting this right. Well, that's what I mean. Is that some bikes? Some bikes are perfect for how you drift, and that's that'll make all the difference. Like it's all. Yeah, about... Some bikes have different drifting. It's all about how you play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like and I can't play with carts because again, the, the turning yeah. is like. The but the thing is, is that like, a lot of people skill. who don't own the game, if you don't know which bike exactly is the one for you, you're not going to be able to do as well. Yeah, and but that's, that's, that's basically that's, saying like the guy that just bought the game should be able to beat the guy that's put a thousand hours into it, and that's never going to be the case. That's, that's no, I'm what he was saying. That. It was just like Smash, because of course it's I'm like still so saying it's not like Smash, because I, can I don't own Smash 4, but I could still play with a friend who has the game and beat him. Are you sure? It's... Yeah. I because that, unlike I, the other, I think that because comes down Smash to like, Four, I can still take the skills that I learned in the other games and apply it. Yeah, that's in a way that I feel like you really can't in the new Mario Kart. I don't know. I kind of disagree, and I think it depends game to game. Mm -hmm. And Smash, I mean, you might play the guy who's played more Four, and if you've never played Four, you don't understand a lot of what there is. And if he's like competitive, then he's going to beat you. But I feel like if I went from Mario Kart it Double depends. Dash to Eight, I feel like I would have a very hard transition as opposed to going from. Yeah, and if I went from to Smash 64 to, to Super Smash Brothers Smash Wii U, 4, then it's going to be so, like, holy crap. <laughs> but Adam, I, I mean, Adam, I see what you're trying to say, but like, there's always going to be some counter that I can come up with to like, it's, it depends. It's a variable. It is, at this point. It's as if we were supposed to have a discussion or something. Opinion. <laughs> Crazy. It's as if there's no real fact, but just endless debate. No, I'm pretty sure there's real fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! So, but like, what I was saying a second ago was, uh, I haven't played a Mario game in a good few years that like I I genuinely thought wow over. 
And that doesn't count the spin-offs. I'm not talking about Mario Kart or, you know, like, I'm obviously Mario Party is fairly disappointing, but I'm talking what about, about the mainline Mario ones. 3D World? There's not even any alcohol at this party. Honestly... Wait, what do you mean What do you mean by wow? Was that, like, an enthusiastic wow? Or... Like, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> wow. I think 3D World was actually tremendously overrated. I think it was a fun game. I think it's fine, like all other Mario, games, Mario are fine, games. But it's it was it didn't it, I I didn't see the identity of it. It was just a two D Mario with three D sensibilities, and like they just hit all the power ups in high places, so you have to use the cat suit in every freaking level. It's, I, it was really just the cat suit game. I think the cat I think suit tropical was the worst freeze thing to ever happened to Mario. I think tropical freeze was miles above. Really, the 3D worst World. thing that happened to Mario is the cat suit. Why? Yeah. He meows at the end of the level. It's weird. <laughs> because like <laughs> is that is that it? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Is that no, the no, no. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb's it, it, on to the point. Caleb, go on. It, it only exists for one reason, and it's vertical, and they could just take that out. Yeah, it's, it's to hide it's, stuff in Cat suit goes for vertical, and vertical goes for cat suit, and there's no reason for it Wait, to not, you know. So, what do you mean it only exists for one time. reason, although most of the items that are in, that are used in Mario usually are only used for one reason? Well, something like a fireball, instead of jumping on someone's head, I can shoot a fireball at it and speed up the time it takes me to kill so it. The point of also, getting... I don't have to jump. But then, but something like the cat suit is like, it's not really going to help me do anything but climb well, a Well, you can attack well, with it. Yeah, I was going to say, you can jump over enemies and attack with you the can, cat you can, suit. You can dive into them, you can slash them. It can you can do a lot of things with the cat suit. as well, because you can go faster with the cat suit on than you can when regular running. I'll accept that, I'll accept that you might say that... The... Does it go faster with the cat suit? Yes, it, she does. I didn't it, think it did at all. The cat suit is pretty vital to be able to play the game I mean, quickly. I played Toad, so I was always going fast. Yeah. Oh, well, well, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I'm not crazy about the Mario 3D World games, but I did enjoy. I'm sorry, is that, would that be, would that be the proper name for the fran the franchise of the newer the, the, games? The, the, yeah, I mean, you I'm could just, say 3D, but then yeah. it would confuse everyone. Like, does that mean N64 Mario? Like the what? Well, 3D Land, pretty 3D much World. those 3D, kinds, yeah. the, that type the of Mario series. game. The 2D, 3D world land, yes. Yes. I do like... I do like the cat suit. I thought it was a good... I thought it was a good item, and I think it was well-designed. Well I think that it was kind of cool how, like, things like the, the double cherry were the product of a Glitch. of a bug that yeah. turned into an advantage. Now, you know what item I think that they could have... up, it'd be fine. You know the thing, an item that um they could have gotten rid of that I think they should have gotten rid of? That's Nuki suit. You don't like the Tanuki suit? I disagree. It's not needed. Uh, okay, I want to hear why. <laughs> it was. It really. It's just like. You know, like I said, like I, I guess here's the cat suit Tanuki argument. With the cat suit, it's yeah. like, hey. I think the, the boomerang suit is the most play. unnecessary. You're also right there too. <laughs> the boomerang suit was dumb. I I think the Tanuki suit's fine because the attack is fast and. It, you know, keep your momentum. I think the cat suit completely destroys your momentum in most cases. To do like the slash, you have to stop in air and then and then dash down. Vertical movement. You don't have to always unnecessary. dash. Unnecessary. If, if you're wait, if the Tanuki suit is when you're running, if you press the button at the right time, then you can swipe at the enemy while the cat suit. If you're running, you just press the button. It does the same exact thing. Well, then the cat suit has that one function of doing a, a attack while you're running, which is done by fifteen other items in the game. But it so also why gives is it you. There? <sighs> Caleb, but like, then you also just said that it helps because you cats are vertically cool. and <laughs> cats are popular. Caleb, like, Caleb, question: the, the Do you dislike cats? On. Yeah, no, I actually don't mind cats. <sighs> the thing with like, like vertical cats. in that game specifically, though, is like eight out of ten times, nine out of ten times, whatever. It's just 
go up and get that cherry. Okay. You hate how down. uncreative they were with how they did it. Sure. Yeah, the that, implementation that's, that's is to... very, very yes. stale. Yes. Like okay. the, they, the ways they. I don't. Okay. I don't want to go up to get hidden coins and then go back down because I'm never supposed all, to. Go yeah, up. all I ever used the cat suit for, like, I shouldn't say all, but like most climbing of it was me just climbing walls to see if there was something up there. Like that's not. Yeah. That's not clever. I purposefully avoided it every time. <laughs> I hate it. I liked suit. it because it had the little Dumb. kitty strut. Can we all agree on that? The boomerang, the boomerang suit is like a poor man's fire flower. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, but I I would still use it more because if there were no fire. It's flies... a tie between the boomerang suit and the hammer bro suit. Was there a hammer bro suit in this game? I think so. Not yeah. you know, not in this game specifically, but it, it, no, there, there has there been a hammer been. bro suit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think the the boomerang suit and the hammer bro suit are the two dumbest suits have ever been in a Mario game. Honestly, all jokes aside, no 3D Mario's push time. Still waiting for Super Mario Galaxy three. <laughs> You know, I'm <laughs> no, I, that's anymore. what I wanted to say. Like Galaxy, Galaxy Two even was like the last game that I was like, oh my god, Mario is like the best it could ever be. Galaxy Two was a disappointment because hey, it was basically really? Galaxy One, but the things that they could. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't want another Galaxy. I no, I don't want another Galaxy. Really? I, I, no, no, no. I love. Do you know Mario the, Galaxy Do you know the story series. of Galaxy Two? It's Galaxy One. It's Galaxy One, but the levels that they didn't put in the game. Yeah, that's what it it's is. It's basically yeah. the rejected levels from the first one, as along with and, the game. And more streamlined mission based. Which, mm -hmm. you know, I could give or take, but I don't know. I love I do love the Galaxy games. I don't want to see more of it though, because I like seeing no. Nintendo I... try to do new things. So yeah. I, I, I like look the forward first to the one. next bold I was, Mario I... idea. I like the first one, but I wasn't so interested in it. You know what I mean? It's like it was like, okay, this is kind of a cool mechanic, but after a few levels I was pretty done with it. It was more Galaxy like, got slow, two had better levels, but the presentation was very lacking. For me, in my personally, yeah, two had I think levels. that uh, Galaxy was a was a cool concept that would have done better as a single as a single uh, level area stage. Uh, so you know the eight worlds, it would have done better as a single world in Mario, as opposed to being its own entire game. Uh, I don't know if I can agree with that wholeheartedly. I do. I kind of see what you mean. But I, I do, I don't know, I loved it. Honestly, it was I was actually surprised. I've never really felt very confused or nauseous with a game. That's probably the first one where I got really sort of like, my head was spinning times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... The, the gravity effects were, yeah, were it's... you know. Because you're walking I, I heard around people the did entire... have problems with them. Yeah. I just wish for a game in space it wasn't so heavy. Hey guys, like heavy, it's really heavy. Super Mario Sunshine 2, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> you think they'll make a Super, Super Mario Sunshine 2? No. I, I would not. <laughs> what? I would. I can only. I can only hope. But I mean, it was a popular game, and it's it's probably one of the ones that people really. Can I go ahead? I have to disagree because I have to say. Yeah. I feel like that game had so much mixed reactions with it because there are the people who said, "Oh, it's a great way," and the people that say, "This wasn't Mario 64." This is this is bad. This is horrible. No, it was fun. Uh, it's a solid game. Yeah. It's just got a lot of BS in it. <laughs> what is your... Wait, wait. What are the examples of BS, though? Oh, God. Like, give me some... <laughs> you know no, that, no, I, no. You I'm going to see the... No, no, no. Give me some no, of them. I am. I am. I am. You know that whole thing with getting Yoshi to that island so you can get the food off yeah, that was, the damn tube? That, was, that, that was is dumb. the dumbest thing I've ever seen in any video game in my life. It takes way too long and then you screw up and then you gotta do Please it again. Please wait 45 minutes on this boat so you can get to this You gotta wait for the friggin' boat to come back too. That's always that's always fun. Yeah. Oh, but Alright uh, guys, we're, we're running out of time right now, but I want to get into one more topic before we, before we wrap up. Real quick, uh, real quick. I was mm -hmm. actually surprised that there was the Mario Galaxy stage wasn't Rosalina's starship, and it was just some random planet. I was disappointed <laughs> in that, but go on. Yeah, 
Uh, well, do you guys remember how N- Club Nintendo was coming to an end? Yes. Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, good news. There's going to be a new uh membership program that's coming out. Whoa! I'm shocked. <laughs> It's gonna be what? uh, it's gonna be in joint partnership with uh, DNA. Yeah. Okay. It's the quote uh that I that I have right now from Iwata himself says uh, Nintendo together with DNA will jointly develop a new membership service which encompasses the existing Nintendo 3DS and Wii U systems. The new hardware will the new hardware system with a brand new concept NX and smart devices and PCs. And Nintendo will be the primary party to operate this new n- membership service. Unlike Club Nintendo membership service that Nintendo has been operating, they, this is a very confusing amount of words. Is it just me, or is this like just like Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo? Blah. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> On a Zelda podcast? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean this specific. No, the, the quote, excerpt. He's the excerpt he's reading. The excerpt. Oh. He's he's using a lot of r- repeating words, and it's just making my head spin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not reading it. Um. Service will include multiple devices and create a connection between Nintendo and each individual consumer, regardless of the device the consumer uses. This membership will form one of the core elements of the new Nintendo platform that I just mentioned. What's interesting about this is not just the fact that he's talking about a new membership service, but that they have a new game system coming out called that is right now under the developmental code name NX. That's that's the cash money I used to buy for Maple Story. <laughs> NX coming yeah. from Nintendo. Nintendo Extra Extra Large Three <laughs> Nintendo NX. I Mr. honestly wouldn't be surprised if the new console is called the new Wii U. <laughs> the new Wii U. The new Wii U 3DS. The new Wii U XL. I am ready for the Nintendo's new um, Wii U 3DS XL to the triple power. I'm the ready. Wii U XL with a new gamepad that is actually a TV. The 2 slash 3 DS. I hope they go so edgy that they just call it the Nintendo. Ooh. Wait, I hope they go so edgy with the They just call it the Nintendo Entertainment System. The new Are Nintendo you playing Nintendo? System. I hope they just call it like full hesitation. You know what? We haven't called like... these systems Nintendos in a long time, I've noticed. I think they kinda stopped with the Nintendo sixty four. Like, I'm playing my Nintendo. You know, now it's nobody said Nintendo for GameCube, I don't think. It's like, no, I'm playing my GameCube. I'm playing my Wii. A lot of people the do. The Nintendo GameCube. Yeah. Kinda rolls off the tongue. I, I didn't really say I'm playing the six. I playing Nintendo. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This has been a fun episode. It has been uh, fun. I want to, I want to thank uh, those of you who wrote in to the podcast. Uh, once again, our podcast email is zeldainformerpodcast at gmail dot com. That's zeldainformerpodcast at gmail dot com. Our opening and our outro for this week are brought to you by Husky by the Geek, who you can find down below. And uh, stay tuned for more. Uh, we have plenty of guests lined up and up until I think about E three. Uh, so every week come for a new special guest. Thank you so much for pa- to Paper Box House Alfred for being our guest this week. It was really fun talking to you. Yes, uh, you can Thanks find his Patreon me. down below as well as his Twitter and uh, his Tumblr. Would you like us to put this down there? Sure, of course. All um, right, it's tumblr.com forward slash Kingdom Hearts fan one two three. Um, it's for, it's forward slash Random Boy LOL XD. My name is Caleb. And I love news. Good night, everyone. You guys All right, cool. guys. Good oh, night. Bye. Bye. Love you. I'd rather lay on a wet mattress than listen to this podcast.
quick interjection. I totally thought you just said sugary Miyamoto. You sugary Miyamoto. <laughs> so much like sugary Miyamoto. Okay, do but do, do go Let on. Let me do it again, then. <laughs> no, you're fine. That was cute. Do go on. <laughs> sugary Miyamoto. Asia Onuma. Shigeru Miyamoto. Shiguru. Shiguru. Oh, I know what's going in the blooper reel. Please, please introduce Shigeru Miyamoto to the brand new Nintendo Switch. Welcome, welcome, Shuggy Shuggy Miyamoto. Okay. Okay. Go on with the news. The hottest craze of the 70s. Go ahead. Asia Onuma, Shigeru Miyamoto, and Satoru. I can't even remember that. God damn it. I'm just gonna say, you know what? I'm just gonna be simple Three about it. Three men in Japan had had they did some stuff. Top Nintendo executive. <laughs> God, can't even say that. It's okay. You're very cute. And Jimmy Kimmel and Matthew McConaughey helped. Matthew McConaughey. That's his new name. Things Adam can't say Let's go to, tonight. I want a petition on change.org to change his name to Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> All we need is 12 signatures. That's it. I can't wait for my sugary Miyamoto and Matthew McConaughey <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> Some people ready. like to have one boyfriend. I like to have two. And that I'm sorry, that's Adam. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Alfred. Yeah, what's up? Favorite color? Orange. Cool. Caleb. Caleb's not here. It's just Ice King. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you seen Gunther? Where's Gunther? He's in the next room watching Baby Ballet. Where's Gunther? Liar, is something burning? Oh it's no, my, love my for house you, is on fire! <laughs> my <laughs> house is on fire! Oh, stop complaining. Don't worry, Ice King's here to put out the flames. Mm, is it okay? My, my flames in each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Just, just okay. On the fire. All right, guys. All right. All right. All right. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Let's do this. Three, two, one. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I always think somebody's going to do that. <laughs> I thought we were doing the clever game. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> hey, Adam, I'm just going to give you a little. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> from, from the top, Mr. Adam Cohen. The place where we hadn't even gotten to yet. <laughs> we are starting from the bottom, and now, now we are here. here. We are still at the bottom. <laughs> okay, it. we are still at the bottom. <laughs> All right. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> Fuck you, door! <laughs> Sorry, that was Lyra. <laughs> That's why Lyra isn't invited. <laughs> <laughs>